0: is Alani. A little thing I like about the Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is that you taste the crunch, you taste the pepper jack cheese melting, and you taste the spicy flavors in the sandwich. I'm telling you 10 out of 10.
1: Hi, my name's Enrique. A little thing I love about Chick-fil-A's Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is you get that rich flavor of the chicken and definitely that nice tangy warm bite. It's the perfect harmony of spiciness and taste.
2: Order the Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials.
1: It's
3: time for the Press Box. It wasn't even like it was close. It was a landslide victory. Game.
2: Blouses. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it.
3: But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter.
1: I tell you, it just doesn't matter.
4: It's uh, it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, I, you know, I, I, mean, everybody's got to have something to talk about. Everybody's got to have something to write about. That's what makes the world go around. That's what makes it fun. Well,
1: Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I think it's excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a, just a big hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. And now Brad Sinkiff and John Hyde with the press box on the roar.
0: Welcome to the Press Box. Brad up here with Mike Vaughn, John Height to join later. Thank you for listening to The Roar on this Tuesday, January the 20th, or 30th, sorry, 2024, as we're, I'm not going back to the 20th, I'm tired of this month, we're going to wrap this sucker up tomorrow and head into February 1st on Thursday, but thank you for joining us inside the UpCountry Fiber Studios here at The Roar, 1055 975 dot fmcom hope you've had a good start to the week we'll try to keep it rolling here for you for the next three hours as i mentioned john will be back in here in a little while uh, mike's gonna hang out with me for a bit until then about an hour from now we'll be joined by jason Priester from all recruiting director there we'll talk about this recruiting class for 2025 and have what's come together we had him on last week to set kind of set up uh the junior day and now with three commitments Since we talked to Jason and the momentum the Tigers have rolling, I felt like it was a good idea to get him back on and see kind of where he – his description of the relationships that were forged and built and continued over the course of the last week or so and then what it all means in terms of who's next and the guys that did commit, you know, what kind of players are they. We'll break that all down with Jason in about an hour, so you do not want to miss that, I promise you. It's going to be a great recruiting conversation. Uh, He's got his pulse on everything going on with uh, Clemson recruiting right now. So looking forward to talking with Jason just a bit. I know he's been hard working on the phones and on the internet, talking to recruits and seeing where they are coming out of that junior day. So a lot of good updates to to come in an hour. Mike, how are you doing this morning? Doing good, Brad. Great to be with you. It's been a been a little bit since I got to sit in with you. I think yeah, I think it was before before the New Year. I think this is our first show together in in twenty twenty four. I can't say happy new year to you because Larry David told us on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think you got like three days after New Year before you have to stop saying that. So Ooh. uh just just happy end of January. How about that?
4: Thank you. You can wish uh, my son a happy birthday. My oldest son's oh. birthday is today. So well,
0: happy birthday to him. That's yeah. awesome.
4: Tucker. Turns
0: twenty eight today. It's how does that make you feel? Woo, getting on up there, Brad. (laughs) That's that's the thing. When when your kids get, when you have kids, every year they have a birthday, you feel like you just shaved off another year of your life. Yep, yep, (laughs) certainly did. So it's sort of a. Boy, I don't. I don't want to get too morbid with that, but it could be called something else for you, uh, certainly. But that that's tough. That's yeah, we're
4: tough. Uh, we're looking forward to celebrating him tonight. Got the whole family getting together for a little dinner and going to have some fun. So good deal. Looking forward to that.
0: Excellent. Uh, anything else going on with you? You got some? Uh, what? Got, there's some sports stuff going on. You call anything this? Yeah, week? you
4: know, I had kind of a slow weekend this past weekend and uh, got to. Be at home to watch the Duke game, the Clemson-Duke mm. game. Mm. Uh, still I'm reliving sorry. some of that in my mind. Uh, the Tigers fought really hard. Very proud of them. But man, tough, tough way to end that one. This this coming weekend, we got some exciting stuff to look forward to. You know, the uh, the Clemson men's soccer team has their big national championship parade this Saturday before the basketball game. I think that cranks up Brad around eleven thirty. And uh, so I'll be over at Historic Rigs waving and watching those guys go by. And uh, looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun to celebrate uh, their second natty in three years. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's amazing.
0: <laughs> that Mike Noonan and, and what he has done with that program. It's absolutely mind-blowing. You think how hard it is. We, you know, I, I just don't know that when, when teams are successful – we just sort of think it's always going to be that way, right? right. There's never, a, a, never going to be a down year, never a down moment. And then when you don't place for something like that for a while, you realize just how difficult it is. Man, winning is so hard in a sport, in any sport. And you get to the collegiate level and just all that had to go into not one but two of those. And there was a lot of different players on those two teams. There was a couple holdovers, but mainly there was a lot of different players So the dynamics and everything that changed and the road you have to get there and just sort of the kind of the good fortune you have to have along the way. I, I mean it's it, it is a time for celebration and to enjoy and and recognize and admire what Coach Noonan and those those young men have have stood for and and what they've done for the soccer programs over at Clemson. It's just been it's just been an amazing run. And I don't I mean he's such a good coach and things are rolling right now over there. You don't, you don't ever want to say it can't end, but you, you, you got to look, you got to look at this and really, I think soak it in and enjoy it.
4: I completely agree. He's done an an outstanding job, and um, I don't think a coach deserves it more than he ha- he has uh, the work he's put in. And so uh, it, it'll be fun to celebrate those guys on Saturday. And it looks like the weather's going to be good for that too. Good. Looks like we got some sun. Maybe sneak up into the sixties. So that that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Do you have any details on the?
4: Parade? Do you know? I believe it starts at eleven thirty. I think it'll mostly be right there um, going down from historic rigs. I'm not sure exactly where they're starting, but I'm sure all that's available on ClemsonTigers.com. If you go to the men's soccer page, they've probably got a banner up detailing all so that. So
0: somewhere around rigs would be a good place to be.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know they got the new walkway yeah. there and yeah. all that good stuff. So I'm sure the, the streets will be lined right there. And then I think, Brad, if I heard correctly, they will also be making an appearance, making an appearance at the men's basketball game, and there'll be a little presentation there during the game celebrating them also. Cool. So that'll be cool.
0: That will be. That'll be really good. Uh, it'll be a good time. And I think. I think baseball is probably scrimmaging. Yep. This weekend
4: they are softball. I know it was on Sunday. They got their orange and purple game on Sunday. Coach Ritman talked about that yesterday. Uh, I think we got some more gymnastics coming up too this weekend. So. Uh, just a lot going on on campus at Clemson.
0: Sounds like a great weekend just to go hang out on a Saturday over, over in Tigertown and just make a day of it. Absolutely, uh, you can hit multiple events and kind of do it at your own pace. You know, you can go, go to the soccer parade in the morning and then work your way over to baseball or basketball. And yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. Uh, there's there's just a lot a lot going on right now. Over at Clemson, so we'll uh, we'll talk more about that as we go throughout the week. But I kind of wanted to get an update from you and what what you've what you're interested in this week, what all is going on. Uh, you mentioned gymnastics; uh, they are on Friday, so you could go over there Friday night and check out the gymnastics team at Little John at 7 p.m. taking on the Wolfpack of NC State. So that'll be a good matchup if you want to see that. A lot going on; it's gonna be a real, really, really, really busy. Week ahead. So we'll continue to talk about that. A lot on the docket today we're going to get to. I do want to get into Clemson basketball. The Tigers, 9 p.m. tonight. You can listen to it right here on The Roar. Pre-game at 8.30. Tip off at 9. From Little John Coliseum. Taking on the Louisville Cardinals. Who come to town. Uh, losers of, the, of five straight. Obviously, Clemson's reeling a little bit. At least emotionally, I would think. From the loss at Duke on Saturday. Uh, you got to think there's going to be you know, belief in a, in a big rebound tonight. You know, I think is kind of the right team to play, I think, right now. And this time, they're struggling. Uh, Clemson needs to get their heads right. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And they're, Clemson's like a 15-and-a-half point favorite tonight. So, they're supposed to win handily. And most teams do lately against Louisville. But uh, you you got to take it seriously. And I think that, you know, this – had Clemson won against Duke, I, I think you could see – Maybe more of an emotional letdown from a win. Coming off a loss in the way it happened, they're probably just eager to get back out there and, and just play again. You know, just kind of flush that game. Got to wait a little longer tonight. Going to be 9 o'clock before the tip, but uh, I, I do expect a spirited effort, and we, we can break that game down a little bit and talk about some of the things going on in ACC and college basketball. Another huge game in the SEC the South Carolina Gamecocks are heading up to Rocky top to take on Tennessee tonight at 6:30. That one is going to be monumental Uh South Carolina. I'm telling you, Mike, this, have you seen South Carolina play? Yes, I have. I was at
4: the, uh, the Clemson Carolina game and got to see the Tigers pull that one out late. And, uh, I watched a little bit of their game the other night against, was it Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. Caught home. A little bit of that one. And, uh, I tell you what, Coach Paris has got these guys heading in the right direction.
0: Man, they are good. They're not just, okay, feel good story. Take the feel off of that. They're just good. And they're going to get Miles Stute back tonight. Uh, he's a good shooter, and I think we'll give them another offensive lift. But I got my eyes on that one taking on my, my bandwagon team of the month in Tennessee. Again, I, I can change that bandwagon whenever I feel. And I might change it after tonight. Who knows? <laughs> We'll see how today goes, uh, but I am very high on the Tennessee Volunteers basketball program right now, and this is a great test for South Carolina to go on the road. That That's a place I feel like South Carolina's gone up there more times than not and lost by 10 to 20. I, mean, I just feel like it, That's just kind of been a really difficult place, a lot of years for them to win. I don't know what it is about Thompson Bowling uh, Arena. Maybe it's Tennessee's had some good teams in, in recent years, but I think that's certainly won to circle and keep a really close eye on uh tonight so i'll be i'll be glued to the tv tonight mike i'm excited college basketball two great teams two in-state teams uh playing this two great games with two in-state teams playing tonight i think it's gonna be a lot of fun for college basketball
4: i got one little point of concern brad maybe we'll catch it in the next segment but as we come into this game tonight against louisville just uh just a little feeling that i got to share okay uh I mean, I think the Tigers aren't going to have any trouble, but didn't we also say that about Georgia Tech just a just a week yes, or two ago? Yes, you're you're not wrong. So maybe we compare those schedules just a little bit as these teams come into Little John, and we'll see what uh, what Louisville brings to the table.
0: Absolutely. I did. I agree. just say did
4: I just say Louisville? I mean, Louis, yeah. I meant low. Louisville. There you go, <laughs> Louisville.
0: We got to draw it out a little bit. Make sure you know it's Louisville. Uh, That'll be a good game tonight. We'll talk more about that as we go throughout the show today. Uh, We'll probably get to some NFL, maybe on the back end of things. I do want to get to a new story coming out of Tallahassee (laughs) as Florida State has responded to the ACC's response in this ongoing legal battle between the two sides over the contractual rights and trying to get out Of the conference and suing the conference and the conference suing, resuing uh, the uh, Seminoles and just the back and forth. There's another new element that I think is absolutely hilarious. It's like out of a movie what Florida State is now contending and I cannot wait. I I don't like to, uh, I don't don't consider myself a a panderer, Mike. I don't want to pander to our audience. But how can you not use this story on live radio and get a response out of people i cannot wait for this i can't wait to hear it either (laughs) it's gonna be so much fun 654 roar you want to get with us here on the press box today again uh, jason priest coming up in about an hour we'll go over the three commitments that clemson picked up uh, over the weekend Uh, well I i guess i'm gonna include thursday for the weekend last week but uh, Thursday and Sunday and what all happened on Saturday at Junior Day and kind of break it all down with Jason coming up in less than an hour. So you do not want to miss that segment. And if you do miss any segment today, you can go to theroarfm.com and check out the entire shows by hour uh, as we post them uh, onto the site. It's theroarfm.com. When we return, I'll let you know about that Florida Stage story after this. Don't go anywhere. Calling all coffee lovers, the Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today, it'll help make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway.
2: Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Roosters Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville, There is a problem with mattresses. The bad ones leave you sleeping in a hole way too quickly, and no one makes flippable mattresses anymore. Engineered Sleep designs and manufactures mattresses that solve common issues and sleep comfortably. Whether you prefer firm or soft, they have you covered. Go check out their industry-leading dual mattress and their flippable classic hybrids at 333 North Pleasantburg Drive, Greenville, or visit engineeredsleep.com to learn more. New year, new you. You've been thinking about it, I know, because I was there too. I thought about it for years, and then I did it, and within a few weeks, dropped some big pounds, and I never looked back. Any time to start is a good time, but now is a great time to start something good and new. With the holidays in the rearview mirror at the start of 2024, there's no better time than now, and only you can do it. Reach out to our friends, Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss. It all starts in the kitchen, and they'll get you dropping all your excess weight and keep it off for life. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. One of the things I love most about this time of year is the great selection of items I can find at any Ingalls Market to throw on the grill. Ingalls truly has it all, from hand-cut steaks to fresh fruits and vegetables, burgers, chicken, fresh seafood, everything you could want to entertain friends and family, all right there at Ingalls. If you're on your way to the beach or a nearby attraction, use your Ingalls Advantage Points to fill up and save money. Planning a family reunion, maybe a wedding or anniversary celebration, Check out all the options your Ingalls Deli can offer and put together for you. And don't forget our Ingalls Pharmacy Department where you'll find any first aid or sunscreen product you need to keep safe during the summer. There are all sorts of great reasons why I shop at Ingalls and the same applies to you and your family. You'll find an Ingalls near you all over the upstate and western North Carolina. Make Ingalls your grocery like I have. That's Ingalls. Low prices.
3: Love the savings. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from On Running, Vans, Ufos, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and Game Day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Freefly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at ElkmontTradingCompany.com That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T TradingCompany.com Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, Go Tigers. Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
1: What teams and situations concern you in sports? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I am concerned.
3: You know, I'm concerned, but, you know,
1: we didn't get it done tonight. Um, and that's my level of concern. Tune in Wednesday on the press box to see if your problems make the concern-o-meter Weekdays from 9 until noon, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day.
0: Natural gas is the safest, most dependable, economical, and trouble free fuel known to man this winter season. Picture warmer heat, endless hot water, cooking without power, grilling without a tank. When you sign up with Fort Hill Natural Gas, you can go to Fort Hill Natural Gas, one of their two office locations, to get uh, get an account signed up today and get service started. They're in Easley, they're in Seneca, or you just go online and do it. FHNGA.com. They're serving Pickens, Oconee, and Northern Anderson counties, and they have been since 1952. And you can choose the most economical source of energy for your home or your business by simply going to FHNGA.com. You'll get payment plans, rates, available rebates, new service, setup, meter installs, and energy tips, which are great for this time of the year. It got cold again. So go to Fort Hill Natural Gas and check them out, FHNGA.com today. Mike, I told you there's an interesting story coming out of this whole Florida State saga. And to catch catch people up, you know, Florida State sued the ACC. And this was, you know, basically their attempt to get out of the league, get out of having to pay the massive amount of exit fees or the granted rights fees that are going to come with buying yourself out of the conference. And the ACC countered by suing Florida State for a number of things, uh, breaching... You know, confidentiality and non-disclosure stuff. Um, you know, media rights agreement, breaching that uh, obligations, good faith obligations, all that kind of stuff. There's a, there's a, a litany of things that both sides are contending, and how this works out and gets settled in the courts is anybody's guess right now. But there's a, a, a fascinating new element to all of this saga that was created where Florida State has added, Mike, in their response to getting resued by the ACC, they added 21 additional pages to their 59-page wow. complaint. Um, We're up to 80 pages <laughs> now. And the focus in those 21 pages, and it's brought up throughout the document, They've now set their sights. The aim is not just on the league. You gotta have a villain, right, Mike? You can't just call the league a villain because <laughs> it's a it's like a group. You know, it's a bunch of people. It's not it's not even people, it's just an entity, if you will. Yes. The governing body. So you gotta get a face that you can put on poster boards around Tallahassee. <laughs> I don't think people put stuff on poster boards anymore, but in all seriousness, they have set their sights now on none other then former ACC commissioner, John Swofford. And are you ready to hear what they have alleged? Bring it, Brad. I can't wait. (laughs) They have accused him of a number of allegedly self-serving actions that cost member schools millions upon millions of dollars, according to Warchant.com. And they've got a copy of this, and they've read over it, and they've got some of the quotes that are listed in this complaint. Are you ready for this, Mike? I am ready. (laughs) Where they're attacking Swafford the hardest is his dealings with Raycom. Now, Raycom holds a special place in many of our hearts. right? We grew up watching Raycom sports. If you lived in the South, you watched Raycom on Saturdays, right? That's right. Whether it was Mississippi State, and South Carolina, or whether it was Duke and NC State, like you watched Raycom. Well, they they contend, far they contends, that Swafford was a little slow to make a deal with ESPN because he wanted to protect their tier two and three rights. Remember, for years the ACC would not just give all of their media rights to ESPN like they did now. Like, they have that now, but for years they fought that. Or not fought that, but they, they wouldn't do it. They saved and reserved their, their, two, their second tier and their third tier rights for local television. You read, I guess you should say regional television. Raycom. Well, as it turns out, working for Raycom during this era was none other than Chad Swafford, the son of John Swafford. And so, Florida State believes that John Swaffer was protecting his son and keeping their deal with Raycom as long as humanly possible. And it just so happened that as, as Raycom lost their SEC rights, when the SEC gave it all to CBS and ESPN, the big networks went away from the regional. They laid off dozens of employees. Chad Swaffer was not one of them. Hmm. And in the meantime, through all this, as the ACC stands firm with its commitment to regional television and its partner, its longtime partner, Chad Waffer moved through the ranks. I think he got all the way up to, like, vice president of something at Raycom. <laughs> and so Florida State says that, according to their new filing, they this this complaint contends that ACC schools lost 82 million dollars each year in revenue from those tier two and tier three media rights as a result of the sweetheart deal with Raycom, that was of course led by John Swafford. That's a lot of
4: money. And how many years are we talking about, Brad?
0: Uh, 82 million dollars a year for yeah, how many? It was. It was. A, it was. A, I think a couple. It's a good question on the exact number of years. I believe it was more than more than a decade. Wow. Um I can't remember what year the ACC like 2008 so, I believe when the ACC pulled out and So it, we could it, be creeping
4: up near a billion dollars <laughs> per school.
0: <laughs> Allegedly now. Let's let's be very clear about that word here. Allegedly. Uh I don't know that 82 million is is accurate, but that's what Florida State is saying. Now, he, they they went on to do even more than that. Not only do they accuse Swafford of you know nepotism deal here with Raycom, they also talk about how slow he was to get on board with the ACC and how they used that ultimatum, that grant of rights ultimatum, in telling teams in the league that you either sign this or ESPN. Goes away. In fact, the the, um, the complaint states Swaffer now represented to the members that ESPN had issued an ultimatum, unless each ACC member executed an extension of the ACC grant rights for a full nine years beyond the then exact uh, exec- uh, expiration date. There we go. From 2027 to 2036, ESPN would enter into no further media rights agreements with ACC, meaning therefore would be no prestige network for the ACC launched by ESPN. So this was all part of the self-serving, if you will, from John Swafford. Mike, the funny thing to me is this is all stuff that we talked about. <laughs> Everyone accused John Swafford of this. For, I mean, I was covering collegiate sports at a newspaper during the arms race when the SEC and the Big Ten, even the Big 12, were gearing up and getting bigger media deals, and it was increasing, and the ACC said oh, they were losing money. Remember this? Getting left behind. Getting left behind. And I remember, like, I, I was sitting in multiple cra- press conferences with John Swaffer when he would get up there and him and Hall and tell you how close the deal is, and then it would go silent for three months about it sometimes six months. There's always a the deal was imminent, but if you pressed him on it, it wasn't so imminent. And so, I mean, I remember covering this and speaking with multiple media people about all this throughout these, you know, the 2000, you know, what was this, 2012 through, what, 2015, 16, when they finally announced the, the ACC network and the deal with ESPN. I, I just recall a lot of people thinking, Swafford's just, not good at negotiating here. He's not holding ESPN to the fire. He's not getting the the maximum the league deserves and should be getting in this climate, in the landscape. That was the that was the knock. That was the narrative that was going around. So maybe he was negotiating from a different perspective. I didn't know anything about his son working at Raycom and becoming the vice president and general manager of ACC Digital in 2015. I mean, Swafford
4: was there longer than anybody. What, 25 years as commissioner?
0: Yeah. Something like that. So what what does this all mean? Is this fightable? Is this a I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. I can't sit here and give you you know real like legal advice here. Do you think the ACC has a has a battle on their hands? Do you think Florida State can can win with this? Can they can they paint John Swaffer as the ultimate villain who costs the league millions upon millions of dollars?
4: I mean, I don't know how much this affects the suit. The, these additional allegations obviously uh, they believe they have a lot of strength in their original 59 pages. And then, you know, we've been hearing for for several months that maybe Clemson joining that rank is imminent any day now, but uh,
0: this uh, this adds a new wrinkle, doesn't it? It does. It does. Now, my my question is, if you really thought that Swafford was the so or one of the main causes for loss of revenue, because that's what Florida State is is trying to use to to sue the ACC and get out of their grant of rights, is that they've been cost millions of millions of dollars of revenue. From basically a league that couldn't run itself well enough. That's what they're saying. Why now? Is this the Trump card or is this just a weak, feeble attempt to just add something to the argument? Because if, if this was what you if you felt like this was like I mean, this was ironclad, you can get out of it using John Swafford as the villain, why would you not have done that to lead off? That's a good question. Why are you coming up with that now? Again, I'm I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a judge, I don't have all the documents in front of me either, so I can't you know, I can't go through every bit of it and tell you what I think is gonna happen. But I just got a feeling that this isn't going to work maybe in the <laughs> in the way that FSU hopes it does.
4: Maybe they were slow rolling this part of the complaint, uh, to wait and see what the ACC responded with on the first set.
0: You could be right. This is a game of, of poker that they're playing here. It's like you bet, I, I raise, you reraise. You know, like we're eventually we're going to put all our chips in the middle, but we're not we're not just going to go, you know, cards face down, go all in before we even see a flop, right? Like we're yeah. gonna we're going we're gonna play this little game back and forth, test each other, and see where we're really at, and who's got the real hand. At least try to figure out who's got the best hand. So, I just wonder if this is part of that game and FSU has even more. They're just kind of holding it back. I mean, they, they had to suspect the ACC would countersue.
4: Yes. I'm sure they were prepared for that.
0: Had to be. But my goodness, uh, John Swafford getting drugged. Can you imagine being John Swafford this morning? <laughs> Yeah, you're just sitting out having a cup of coffee, enjoying retirement, and your lawyer calls and goes, "Hey, man, you might you might want to you might want to click on this link I'm about to send you. You're not gonna <laughs> like this. You just got drawn into the ACC versus Florida State saga, and then Raycom out here catching strays. You know, like what what is that? Why why are we gotta go after Raycom? We all love Raycom. So you don't think Swafford uh, went out to the? Um...
4: To the curb in his skivvies and got the old newspaper (laughs) and came back to to sit and read, you know, watching some highlights and uh, drinking his coffee. Watching ACC
0: Network (laughs) opened up to see this headline. You don't you don't think that happened this morning? (laughs) No, probably not. Uh, He was probably tipped off to this before the newspaper. If he still gets the newspaper, uh, came out uh, and he probably wasn't. He probably had the network on and they weren't. They weren't going to bring this up on the ACC Network. You weren't gonna learn about it there. Couldn't couldn't have that. Uh, this is this is a, this is some good drama though. I I love the fact that Farsight added this in, and it, it's just funny to me that these are <laughs> these allegations used to be like hearsay stuff or just assumption stuff, you know? Right. And to see it in a in a legal court document, it sort of warms the soul, doesn't it? If you if you know the John Swafford era. And you and you you accuse Swafford of favoritism for years. I mean, who hasn't accused Swafford of favoritism in some way? Right. Maybe in North Carolina. Even North Carolina fans thought that he was against them at times. You know, like he he. Maybe it's a sign of a good leader. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But he made everybody mad. <laughs> I mean, he did in in some form or no, or another. He made everybody mad. So Florida State is going. Not not full Seminole. They're going full Wolfpack. Like this is something NC State would try to do. This is some this is some really pettiness here.
4: I think they're going full Randy Travis on this man, digging up some bones.
0: <laughs> they are digging up some some old stuff that happened a decade ago when they were still trying to get this ACC network and this deal with the ESPN launched as they uh, continue to. Now battle this thing in the court system. I can't wait to see where it goes. We'll continue to follow it. But this this has got me more intrigued now. It, it It's a little nostalgia. Right? It's like a historical moment. You go back to when Swaffer was running things. You get to kind of relive that in your mind. And, you know, I was, sitting there, I was, I was reading this and I'm going, wait a minute. I, I remember being in a press conference when he said this, and I thought it was you-know-what. <laughs> I thought it was bullcrap, okay?
4: Well, if anybody knows, I mean, Brad, you've told many stories about being – at ACC
0: Media Day. So you've seen a lot of that behind the scenes. Mm, More stories than I can tell on the air. 654-ROAR. More to come after this.
2: Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. If you want to potty like a rock star, you can with us. At Royal Flush Toilet Rentals, we offer construction port potty rentals, septic tank pumping, and luxury toilet trailers. Call 864-238-8800. We have two stall, three stall, and four stall trailers for your corporate events, wedding parties, and special occasions. Call 864-238-8800. Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. Did you miss out on your favorite Clemson sportswear? At Tiger Sports Shop, we still have your favorite gear from Lululemon, Nike, and more. With a full selection for all ages, you can continue to show your Tiger pride for the new year. We help you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. If you're short of time, shop our website at tigersports.com and either pick up your order or have it shipped to you direct. Visit one of our two locations in Clemson today. The Tiger Sports Shop is all in, all the time. Go Tigers!
3: Hi, I'm Allison. I
2: teach Bible study at the Dream Center, and it has been a very fulfilling thing for me to be able to see life change and walk alongside the very people that we are helping. By volunteering at the Dream Center, it gives you a chance to get a front row seat into exactly what we're doing in the Dream Center and how the Dream Center touches lives not only here but in the surrounding areas. Classes are offered Monday through Thursday here on campus, and one of the neat things is how you can get involved. If you're a retired teacher, you have time, you have an education background, or even if you just love people and have a passion for something, anything, we would love for you to come and be a part of our
3: team and be a part of what we do here at the Dream Center.
0: The Dream Center has over 600 volunteers that help in all aspects of their ministry. Learn more and sign up for a volunteer orientation at dreamcenterpc.org.
1: Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269 1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com.
3: I'm Richard Thompson of Thompson & King Law Firm, and I believe that every person has a God-given desire to work. That's why I take Social Security and workers' compensation cases very seriously, because most folks don't really want to think they're disabled. They hesitate to file for disability, and when they're turned down, they hesitate to appeal their case. But they are disabled. If you're presently unable to work on a daily basis, even if you don't fully understand the cause, come see me. I'll take your case seriously. I know you do. The Thompson & King Law Firm, 222-0200, or online at thompsonking.com.
4: Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and post-season, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes
2: Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson.
1: We wrote the book on price.
3: Ralph Hayes Toyota
2: just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great, just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PHD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is, a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope. You won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past, failed you wanting to drop weight is 80 percent of the battle so you're almost there and the other 20 percent is having an expert on your side a way to keep you on track keeping you on track is what phd does it's the most important thing that they do i want you to think about this think about what not doing phd will do multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing you're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call phd for more info go to the website at myphdweightloss.com
1: the Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis.
0: Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five?
1: We are The Roar, where every day is game day. I'm digging up homes, digging up homes. I'm digging up
0: homes, digging up homes. things that's better Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. Home. got a little I've more thought, thought on this we're going to hit on it in just a moment. Why does this affect Clemson? I'll tell you that coming up shortly. Plus, I want to read some of the text on the adams text line, 654-ROAR. You want to get in there. But first, you got to go to hatflowcode.com. You're looking to get your business notice more, your your church, your charity event, your team, whatever it may be. You can go to hatflowcode.com, use their custom hat builder, upload your logo into their system, and mix and match with all kinds of different colors and schemes for... Richardson hats, beanies, uh, straw hats, low profile, they got it all at hatflowco.com. It's an upstate company, and they'll ship anywhere, anywhere you want here in the country. They'll take care of you. They've got a uh, fast turnaround and really good pricing as well. Hats, I mean, really, uh, some, the price of their hats is the best I've seen. I mean, they're expensive. It, it costs a lot of money to get a good hat nowadays. Hatflow Co. is going to take care of you. And you need one, you need 100. They got you covered on that, too. No order minimums. They love the big business. Get in touch with hatflowco.com today. Check out the website and follow Hatflow Company on Instagram where they put a lot of their work. Really, really good follows. Make sure you check them out. Hatflowco.com. 654 Roar. You want to get in on this. You know, Mike, uh, before we get to the Clemson aspect of this, I, you know, some texters getting in on the Abscorping text line and says, (laughs) one said his son worked at Raycom. That doesn't sound fishy at all. What I think probably was occurring here, this is just my opinion. This is just me reading into and remembering all that went on during this era. And this was 10, 15, even 20 years ago. I do think that Swafford was doing what he could to protect the ACC basketball tournament. If you remember back in the day, ACC men's basketball tournament was on Raycom, and ESPN had some secondary rights too. ESPN could show it, but not in this market. Do you remember that for a while? Absolutely,
4: I remember in the in the seventh grade, sneaking out of class down to Coach Wright's office and sitting and
0: watching as many games as we could before we got caught. <laughs> And Raycom was so integrated in that conference tournament. And honestly, that deal probably kept Raycom alive for years. Now, they they absorbed and bought Jefferson Pilot at some point, so it all became one. But I don't think Raycom would have made it very long. They're, they're still active. They're still around, but not in the capacity they were then. But when they were at their heyday, it was because of the ACC men's basketball tournament, which is – I don't think you can even argue it. Probably the most coveted conference basketball tournament in the country. At least it certainly was back then. No doubt. And it was for decades. And so I think, to some degree, I don't know if it was nepotism or just relationships with everybody at Raycom, but I, I think Swafford wanted to keep Raycom alive with the ACC men's basketball tournament. And he didn't give a rat's behind about football. <laughs> he didn't care where those games ended up, which is partly why the ACC has ended up where they've ended up because of a lot of that. So I, I think this is just a, a look back into a time when priorities were a little out of whack and it hurt the league. And I think that's what Florida State's going to contend. Does it work? Texas said they're grasping at straws. I, I tend to lean toward that more than that this is going to have a major effect on Florida State finding a way to get out of the ACC. I just don't know that that's going to be – they can – this will help their case, but I don't know that this is the trump card to end all trump cards, right? Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, yes, he, he wanted to probably help his son's – and you know what? Raycom wanted to help his son's career to keep Swafford and the ACC on board. again, Raycom needed the ACC badly, and ne- they didn't need the football as much. They had to have that men's basketball tournament. mm it kept them alive, you know, in, in, a, in a time when regional networks were dying out outside of, you know, a few and some of the, some of the, the league, some of the, um, networks, the regional networks were kept alive by baseball, you know, MLB for the most part, regional networks were, were a dying breed, you know, and, and Bali ended up buying up a bunch of them. Obviously now they went bankrupt now they're out of bankruptcy and, They got, you know, funding to stay alive and all that mess that's going on. But it's difficult. Texas says, so this is basically negligence accusation. Kind of. Um, I don't know if that's the exact way I would word it. Uh, I I can tell you how it's worded in the, in the um, scorching document that was was filed uh, Monday. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact words it was. Used. It was, it was essentially, yes, um, I cannot find the word now that was used. Florida State submitted this Monday evening, and it was part of an ongoing dispute uh, in which FSU was seeking an easier potential path out of the conference instead of paying over $500 million in exit fees and penalties. Uh, the phrase self-dealing. <laughs> they, here it is. I found it, Mike. Chronic fiduciary mismanagement. There it is. There's the phrase that they used. FSU accused the ACC of chronic fiduciary mismanagement, bad faith, and self-dealing. And the self-dealing was not in the initial complaint. That is what, according to Warchant.com, was added to include Swafford into this thing.
4: Fiduciary is an important word there, Brad, because you think of financial matters when you think of that, but it also has an element of trust, mm. you know? You're 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 questioning his his um, integrity in that statement. You're quest- uh, questioning his whether he's trustworthy. That's that's some important words there.
0: Yeah, the whole league. Um, do you think Swafford surprised by any of this? Probably not. Do you think he really even cares? I, I'm sure no. he had some hints that this might be coming. Sure, but do you think he cares? He's out of the league. He has nothing to do with
4: it. I mean, everybody wants to protect their reputation, right? Don't don't you want to
0: protect your legacy? To a certain degree, yeah. And he probably doesn't like being, you know, called out for nepotism and his being alleged, let me say that, alleged nepotism with his dealings with Raycom coming to to light. Again, I didn't know that part. and I don't know how many people did know that part, but you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and it's pretty clear to see what he was protecting, who he was protecting, and why he was protecting it all because a deal should have been done with ACC years and years earlier. Years earlier, Mike. I mean, five, six, seven years earlier. In fact, the ACC, they've been at the forefront of all this, would have gotten ahead of the of the SEC a little bit or try to use the SEC market as leverage for themselves because they they did have that basketball tournament. So you could use that. That was something the SEC really didn't have, right? The leverage of what we got the most important conference tournament in the the country. March Madness is a huge deal. And we all thought that was going to be a bigger part of the selling point for the ACC. We kept wondering, why is this being stalled year after year? Why are other places? And we we, we, we knew at the time that the contracts were an issue. The Tier 2 and Tier 3 contracts were an issue. Well, now we see why. At least allegedly, see why Swafford was involved in that.
4: This goes against what the ACC board of directors said um, when Swafford announced his retirement. Is it Kent Severu, the, the chancellor of Syracuse University? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. But he said, John Swafford, in his historic tenure, has come to embody the very best of the ACC. The conference has been dramatically enhanced in every way during the last quarter century. So maybe uh, Florida State disagrees with that statement just a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say just, just a bit. Um, this complaint also alleges that Florida State, or I'm sorry, that John Swafford. Told ESPN and Fox that Raycom had to be involved in the, in in their packages. It says when the smoke cleared and the ACC members Tier One and Tier Three media rights as barter, Swafford cajoled ESPN into entering a separate sub licensing agreement with Raycom. Remember that? After they got the deal, we were still going why are games on on the ACC network. Remember that for years? Yes. Well, why, why are we having to 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 flip around in different channels to find? Clemson and NC State basketball. Why is it not on the ACC network? We're
4: still asking that today. There's still games that we
0: go. Wait a minute. Why is that not on their network? Yeah, because Raycom. It says uh, sub license to Raycom a package of content in exchange which Raycom paid the ESPN reported fifty million a year. This was all just keep Raycom going. This was. It was never. It wasn't anything. There's was no other reasoning. Man, and then. They did cite a 2012 Forbes article that is is headline, and I'm just I'm I'm just reading it, folks. This is not this is not my words. Did ACC teams get ripped off with new ESPN TV contract? That's the literal headline that was put into this. Wow, I didn't say that, but they did. Now that I did say. But yeah, the the Forbes article stated the ACC is giving away more rights in the Big 12 and getting less. When the ACC signed its previous ESPN contract a few years ago, Swafford insisted on maintaining a partnership with syndicator Raycom Sports, possibly giving away increased media rights revenues in the process. Possibly. No, he did. He did. So why does this matter? And what does it do for Clemson? I don't have a stance on Florida State. I'm not on... Team Florida State or Team uh, ACC here in this ongoing battle. I don't. I don't really care what the two do. I do think it's important to watch what happens because I am of the opinion, a very strong opinion, that Clemson needs to leave the ACC as soon as humanly possible. I've stated that many times, and I, I stand by it. I fully believe it. I've been on that train for a long time now. The best interest of Clemson which is the best interest of this show in, in many respects, <laughs> is for Clemson to leave this league. Now, Florida State is being very brash and bold. This is all public stuff here, right? I mean, Warchant.com reported every word, every important word in this complaint. So we all know what Florida State is doing and alleging and trying to finagle to get out of this deal. We don't know exactly what Clemson is doing. Is Clemson working on this? I have 100% certainty they are. Are they putting their case together? Are they building, you know, their responses and, you know, kind of, out, kind of game planning, you know, sitting down. Game planning is probably the right word to use. Like in football, when you get everybody together and you're going over what you're going to do on offense, defense, special teams. What do you do when this team does this? What are the adjustments you're going to make? All that kind of stuff. Do I think that's going on at Clemson? I feel pretty confident that it is. In fact, I feel extremely confident.
4: Well, you remember all the way back to August, Brad, we were kind of on pins and needles. What was it, August 15th? that teams had to announce whether they if would they be if they wanted to leave that year the, yeah if they, if they wanted, wanted to leave that year and we all thought wow it might happen as as far back as as August and since then of course three new teams added to the ACC that pushes things back <laughs> that delays things so we'll just have to we'll have to see how soon Clemson shows part of their hand
0: it's coming can i give you a, a timeline and a date no but they are watching everything Florida State is doing. This is a great way to learn what's going to work and what's not going to work. You know, not just in the court of law, but how how it shapes the narrative, the public opinion, all, all the stuff that Florida State's doing. I think Clemson's keeping a very close eye, and I think Clemson's in the loop isn't it, kind what of like, state's doing?
4: isn't it kind of like watching one of your siblings when you were you were a kid to see how they're gonna how the parents are gonna react to this situation? That's
0: not an exact analogy there, but I, I think it's a pretty decent analogy, Mike. You're, you, you're watching to see what your what your your sibling gets in trouble for. How do they punish them? Right. And does that mean the puncher's is gonna come down if I if I try it? You know, it's gonna be lesser. Or if I do something bad now, they're gonna be it's gonna be less than what they did. Yes. You know, like I'm going to do something that's not as bad as them so that the, the attention stays on the one who did the worst thing possible. Yes. I think there could be some of that in this as well because you have to have a case and it has to be well thought out, it has to be built. I don't know that Florida State's case is all, is all built and thought out and all like I, I don't know, honestly. We don't really know how, how judges and how lawyers are going to handle this. But to me, for Clemson, it's not just about the initial you know, indication of, of what it is you're trying to do in a, a potential lawsuit or whatever. It's how you handle the responses along the way and how you combat what the ACC comes back with. And that is what you're, I think you're getting, the advantage you're getting for Clemson by watching Florida State go through some of that. Coming up next, Jason Priester from allclemsontigers.com is going to just live here on the reward breakdown recruiting for the Tigers
1: right after this. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson. WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens. 97.5, Spartanburg. We are
3: the roar.